Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, true to Bradley Trainer's prediction, something happened before the end of yeah, the day today. Something's going to happen. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And yes, something, in fact, did happen when it came to Roseanne. Why don't you like, lay, lay the groundwork for us and, and we'll do the updating. Okay, so we know that Roseanne uh, made a disgusting tweet that likened a, a, a person that she does not agree with politically, presumably, with that of a terrorist and an ape. Okay. Yeah. Person of color. Okay. So that happened. Mm-hmm. Now that didn't now Roseanne before this reboot has been known to say inappropriate things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. In fact, she blocked me after she called me the F word rhymes and, with maggot long story. Yeah, not the four letter. I'm one. not the only one. She, you know, b- across the board has been inappropriate, racist, xenophobic, blah, blah, blue. I mean, added to the list. Mm-hmm. She has been uh, a troll on Twitter. That was a known thing. Going into the reboot, it seemed like perhaps, you know, um, she maybe saw an opportunity to maybe perhaps rehabilitate her image and Mm -hmm. career. Thanks to this wonderful opportunity that she was given. And then she decided to throw that all out the window uh, over the weekend or this week with a disgusting Twitter rant. And then she apologized. Well, Mm -hmm. In this world that we live in, apologies don't really take back Mm-mm. the hurt or the shock or the shame of what you've done, right? Absolutely not. So she issued an apology and then said she would be leaving Twitter as if that was somehow going to ameliorate the fallout from this particular tweet. Can I also say my favorite part is she did a small apology, said she'd be leaving Twitter, and then five minutes later came back to Twitter to expand on her already crappy apology. Yeah, I wouldn't know because I can't read. Because you tweets. can't see that. Yeah, but I. But you know, honey, girl, if you're gonna leave Twitter, yeah, she's not. Bye. I mean, she said that not. before. She's mm-hmm. done that. Okay, so Roseanne is the same uh, hot mess that she's always been, which is really just a shame. Uh, that somebody who's been given so much in the world and has had such an opportunity. I mean, just think about how miserable we'll get there. But first, I want to give you the actual news. So she has that horrible tweet. She apologizes for the horrible tweet. And then we got this uh, just at the end of the last hour, a statement by Channing Dungy. Dungy? Dungy? I don't know. I think know. it's Dungy. I mean, that's yeah, just I how know. I've heard it pronounced. Uh, president of ABC Entertainment. Uh, Roseanne's Twitter statement is abhorrent, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values, and we have decided to cancel her show. Mm-hmm. Could not have said it 
uh, more succinctly. ABC is done and it's not a surprise. And it frankly is probably a little overdue. And uh, thank you, ABC. The sad thing, though, and the frustrating thing is, again, it's not just Roseanne. So you can jump up and down and be excited that Roseanne is uh, out of a job because who wants to pay her to be a an ass. Right. Essentially. Right. I mean, so she's suffering the consequences of her own actions, which she should, but, but you've got this entire cast and crew. And like, again, you probably could have predicted something like this was going to happen. So it's not like they walked into this project, not feeling like this was a possibility. I have Mm -hmm. to believe anybody involving themselves on this project knew that this was a possibility, but you still got to feel a little bad for the, you know, lighting grip who shows up or is not going to show up to work for the second season because uh, Roseanne couldn't, you know, keep her disgusting opinions to herself. Right. Like how sad of a person must you be to take down an entire cast and crew just for one dumb tweet? Well, and the thing that I think about with a, a person like Roseanne is that she fired off that tweet, thought nothing of it. Now is suffering the consequences, probably apologized, but only because of the consequences. And the conversation, no doubt, will soon turn to how sensitive everybody else oh, God, is. I you know what I mean? That's the next that's, layer. You're absolutely right. And I'm, I'm like, just wait. I wince every time I open Twitter because I'm just waiting for the people who, you know. OK, so people want to make this about their own political things. To me, there is a difference between like, you don't have to agree with Roseanne to put up with her beliefs. Mm-hmm. Or let me wait. I didn't say that right. You can live in a world where Roseanne is entitled to her beliefs and they're different from yours. Mm-hmm. But there, that is different because there are tons of people that we walk around, that we work with, that we have families with, that we are in relationships with, that we interact with on a daily basis who believe polar opposite views, uh, hold polar opposite views about the world around them. But when you go on a public platform with vile, disgusting remarks, that's not politics. That's humanity. Right. And so the thing that frustrates me, though, is that there are going to be people who um, will look at that purely through a political lens and say, oh, God, we can't say anything anymore. It's the PC police shutting down a good American show. And people will invoke, uh, you know, our First Amendment rights, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, in what world would you find it acceptable if I, like, let's say you have political b- beliefs that align with whatever political beliefs Roseanne has. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what that is because, frankly, I don't understand I know that she much of what she says other than she just seems to hate certain people. Like, hate seems to mm-hmm. be a theme. But, you know, like, if I were just come up to you and be like, you look like a monkey, mm-hmm. would that be acceptable? No. That's not how we talk to people. No, That's not human like, decency. Use your religion or use your, you know, re- I don't know. It's just, it's not political. It's just human decency. You right. can't operate in a world and you certainly can't, you know, you can be an idiot and you can be mean, but you can't have a show. Right. You don't get to do that. You don't get to, I mean, I want to share this with you because to me, this is like um, the interesting cherry on top of the Sunday. So you may wonder, because the person who she was speaking about, Roseanne Barr was speaking about... Valerie Jarrett. Was Valerie Jarrett. And you may think, well, because she also said some unbecoming things of Chelsea Clinton. Chelsea Clinton took to Twitter and very kindly responded to that uh, in in kind of an overly dripping with uh, kindness way, which was 
amazingly sarcastic. Yeah. Um, you may wonder, well, what has Valerie Jarrett said? Well, Valerie Jarrett has said nothing, but this is what's interesting. Valerie Jarrett will be a part of the MSNBC town hall about racism in America mm. tonight. That's Apparently that was already in the works. In the works. They might have gotten some more viewers tonight. So there will be more viewers to that. Number one. Number two, I would imagine that uh, there will be some remarks made about this very thing tonight on MSNBC. Uh, so that to me is the cherry on top of the Sundays here. You know, in, in this way, Roseanne won't have the last word in terms of being in front of a group of people, having the ear of many people, having kind of the um, support of live humans around her when she's able to remark about this. If indeed she does, which I would think it was a, it would be a missed opportunity if she did not. Um, we should also say that, um, you know, Sarah Gilbert ha- has spoken out as well um, before. This is about an hour before the show got canceled. And again, Sarah Gilbert on the cast. Roseanne's recent comments about Valerie Jarrett and so much more abhorrent and do not reflect the beliefs of our cast and crew or anyone associated with our show. I'm disappointed in her actions, to say the least. This is incredibly sad and difficult for all of us as we've created a show that we believe in, are proud of, and that audiences love. One that is separate and apart from the opinions and words of one cast member. So, yeah. Albeit, like, probably the most important cast member whose name is on the show, but still. Um, I still say, like that one tweeter that you quoted, Bradley, they should just kill the character off and bring back the rest of the family. Kill the character of Roseanne Connor off and recenter the show around Darlene, a widowed Dan, Jackie, Becky, and the kids. Call it the Connors. Worked for the Hogan family. The only thing about that, because I was actually thinking that through, I was like, well, just jettison her. She's mm-hmm. toxic. The show itself, like, there is this whole other conversation happening, and I think it's because she is so divisive, that is Roseanne, where people, like, feel like they have to be on one side or the other to support, like, to watch the show. Mm-hmm. Like, if you watch the show, you're one political viewpoint. And But the, the issues that they were actually dealing with, um, at least insofar as the first episode was concerned, are ones that people clearly were interested in because it had such great ratings. Yeah. So, you know, you you hate to throw all of that away. Correct. Can't you just get rid of Roseanne? But as I was thinking that through, I wondered, well, isn't she like an executive producer or something? And wouldn't she have control over that show? Which is why I think that there may, I mean, they could still at this point, my opinion, is if they cancel Roseanne and then rehire... Sarah Gilbert, who's also a managing producer, I believe, and then restructure a new show around her vision, which I would say a lot of the um, sort of a lot of the the balanced look at things was brought by Sarah Gilbert. Yeah. My hope would be that they could reimagine and retool the entire thing, but they have to first cancel Roseanne because she no longer can be associated well, with and it. And again, I don't know who controls it. You yeah, know what neither I mean? do I. That's a good the question. Production company and all that stuff. So that More might not even be a possibility. Be but again, just sit with the fact that a grown ass woman decided it it was worth a bunch of other people's careers or mm-hmm. job prospects to make a uh, racist tweet. Yeah, and I'm just telling you what's coming next. 
there's going to be uh, she's going to come back and talk about how we're all so sensitive, how we couldn't take a joke, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just be ready for it, everybody. Buckle in because that's what's coming. Uh, but here's what's coming up on our show on the Colleen and Bradley show. There's another ABC show that premiered last night. The Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So I really quickly, I have to, first of all, correct. I said that Becca's last name was Dufrin. Nope. It's I, it's Kufrin. Oh, there you go. Are you sure? Yep, I'm sure. I stand corrected. But here's my question. I need help deciding whether or not I should spoil the ending for myself. I should also mention there is a heap and helping of controversy coming up along the same lines is that that we're talking about with Roseanne uh, with a contestant on that show as well. So we'll get you updated on all of that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven. Okay. So Bradley, I know you were so excited about this last night was the season premiere. Oh my of God, the I got excited and then I didn't because you said. The season <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, so I watched it and uh, I'm going to tell Thank you, you for the, doing that. By you're the way. welcome. I'm going to tell you the conundrum I'm in on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven one. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so you know that at the beginning of every season yeah. of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. In the most shocking Bachelorette series of all time. Exactly. The most emotional of all time. We know that Reality Steve always has a spoiler available to us to tell us yeah. who that person picks in the end, mm-hmm. right? Now... Other years, I have rushed to Reality Steve to see who it is. This year, I'm thinking, okay, so I need to be kind of into this, right? Because that's our hometown obligation to all support our hometown girl, Rebecca. Yeah, well, I mean, they weren't there for her. Uh, We were. Right, exactly. So somebody's got to. So then I feel like, okay, then I want to go on the journey with her. But then at the same time, listen, there are some of these guys that I'm like, Becca girl, run. And I want to make sure that she doesn't pick any of them. Now, have you heard any of the controversy that's coming out about some of these guys? Yeah, they're kind of, uh, there are a couple grossies, which, you know, I was thinking a little bit about this and I want you to tell mm-hmm. tell us about the, the actual stories behind this. Mm-hmm. But just quickly, I wanted to say, I feel like we're at a point in reality TV where we can't, I just don't know that we can handle these types of shows. I agree. Because people's lives, either the reality shows are not vetting people well enough, or we are just, we are highly sensitized to calling out people for being less than um, ideal mm, humans. Humans? Yeah. As is the (laughs) case. And that's an understatement. With the man who got her first impression rose last night on The Bachelorette. His name is Garrett Rio. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ogan, Rigoyan, whatever, he's got a last name. Mm. And uh, one of the former... One of the former members of Bachelor Nation, a member of Bachelor Nation, one of the old, a, a woman who appeared on the show prior, she did her digging and she found all over his Twitter account some really hateful things. Isn't that like rule number one, though? It's yes. like, hey, producers, go through people's Twitter accounts. Yeah. Like, it's uh, almost like they knew that this would be an issue. Exactly. Whoa, it's almost like what? this all was planted. What? <gasps> no. In any case, she went deep into his Twitter Twitter thread to find all of these terrible, awful, you know, uh, transphobic, homophobic, racist, just all around. And, and, you know, you know, other people will call out and do exactly what we were just talking about with Roseanne Barr, Roseanne, whatever her name is now. Is yeah, it Barr bar. still? OK, yep. uh, you know, where people will say, oh, you know, but that you can't attack her for her political beliefs. Those aren't those. No, no. This is human decency we're talking about, and he is running afoul of all kinds of human decency. Yeah, wasn't he like fat shaming? Is that the oh, fat yeah, yeah, shamer? Yeah. Oh, you name it, he's done it, and you can you don't have to take my word for it. You can see it for yourself. Now he has now locked down his Twitter account, so you can't see what he's posted. But don't worry, the internet never forgets. It's been screenshot. There are screen caps of it, so you can study it yourself. In any case. Here she gave him the first impression, Rose. And all I care about right this very moment as I sit here with you is I hope, Becca, that you did not choose this person because he is not going to be loved. Oh. But boy, did he put on a good show. You know, he was sweet. He was kind. So did he was you spoil fun. It? He was. No, I didn't do it. Are you gonna? I think I might. Why? What, do you think I should? No. What's the point? I just want to know. Why? You can't know everything in life. Life is but not. But it's out there. The truth is out there. Yeah, but you don't know. Thanks, Scully. You're welcome. I'll work on it. Perfect. I don't know. I'm not positive yet. We'll see. Okay, fine. D bags coming up next as if we haven't had already an hour of them. Oh my God. It's all D bags yeah. today. Sorry. Not sorry. Celebrities behaving badly. They've been doing it all day and they're going to keep doing it on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that is Bradley Trainer, and these are your Celebrity D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Is it my turn first? Is it my oh, turn? Oh, no, it's my turn. Is oh, it my turn? No, it's mine. Are you sure it's yes, not my turn? Yes, Khloe Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I am giving her D-Bag of the Day today. D-Bag of the Day. <sighs> okay. She's a frequent flyer, right? And yeah. often it has something to do with what? Her body. Her baby body. Today it's not that. So I guess that that's the silver lining in this D-bag cloud. Today I'm giving her the title of celebrity D-bag because of this tweet storm she went on over the weekend. And I want to just pick apart one sentence. She's upset. She's feeling like people are judging her because of how she's behaving on social media. Okay. And she says here the following. 
People these days are focused so much on someone else's life instead of their own. What is wrong with that, Bradley Trainer? You fill in the blank for me. Why are you paying attention to me? Pay attention to your own stuff. You've got stuff. Uh, You've got your own stuff. I've got my stuff. You've got yours. You should stay in your own lane. Chloe Kardashian. I got to take some fiber pills. Yeah, you do. For that BS. Because, girl, your name... Your, it's so lazy. It's just lazy. It's so lazy. Your entire bank account is because you think we should be interested yeah. in your you life. You don't get to pick and choose what parts of your life are available for our opinions. Yes. Also, in what world will do you want to live in where people only give you opinions that you agree with? Right? Like, okay, m- m- no, I'm not going to say it. Don't do it. I don't even know what you're going to say, but don't do it. I was going to say millennials. Don't do it. Oh, don't do it. You did it. Hey, 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 hey. You cannot. You are correct. You don't get to pick and choose. It's not millennials. It's it's actually their parents. They're the ones to blame for making people think that it was there was some sort of expectation that you were promised a world where ugly and evil and mean and nasty doesn't exist. Do you see what just happened? I was going to throw some music on there, but I can't find it. I can't find it. We lost it. Eat this cookie. Eat that cookie. There it is. Bradley, talk, speak, preach, go. (laughs) You are not promised a world without ugly. Your job is to figure out how to get around the ugly, how to call the ugly out, how to smell the ugly, how to poke the ugly in the face and say, You're ugly. The world does not supposed to not be ugly. I did not practice. Amen. You know what I love? I love it when I tee up a D bag for you and I have to do very little work. Sorry. I just, it gets so frustrating because I have deeper issues with people. Thank you. Expecting that the world was supposed to be like, like I I can't, I'm angry because the world doesn't like me too bad. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. Do you know how much beauty was created out of the ugly in the world? Say it. Like the lotus flower mm-hmm. in I don't the know mud. what you're talking about. What? Flowers? That's not the kind of beauty he was talking about. What are you about? talking no. about? Lotus flowers? He was flowers. talking about other beauty. Mm-hmm. 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 In any case, Khloe Kardashian, D-bag. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. What do you Sorry. got, trainer? Uh, well, do you remember a lady by the name of Jada Pinkett Smith? Yes. She has been on this uh, segment before. Mm-hmm. She's also a frequent flyer. Because of this uh, Red Table Talk Facebook Watch show. Also, that kind of sounds like I have a podcast like from 10 years ago. I have a Red Table Talk Facebook Watch thing. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? I don't know what that is. Facebook is totally trying to take advantage of this whole streaming experience and have their own TV channel, yeah, but on your Facebook. Where do you even look for that? I don't know. I don't have okay, time for this sorry, anyway. We just sounded really old. No, they're the ones that are old because what, like, <laughs> what, what young hipster hey, hey. is like, I'm going to the Facebook to watch the Red Table Talk Facebook watch show. <laughs> Whatever the heck that is. Anyway, she's got this dumb show and she's been talking about it. And I feel like every time a new episode comes out, I'm like, hey, guess who my D-bag is today? Because Jada Pinkett Smith is talking. And I think it, there's a common theme. Anytime she talks, it's kind of it makes my eyes hurt. Mm-hmm. And this time uh, it's because of her guest. Her guest is Gabrielle Union. 
You remember Gabrielle Union, don't you? Actually, you know, like most people remember her from important roles. I remember her from a little movie called Bring It On. Bring It On, Bad Boys 2, Think Like a Man, Being Mary Jane, Breaking In most recently. Anyway, um, apparently, did you know that she had a beef she had a feud I will with just, Jada Pinkett Smith? No, I did not know that. I generally do not keep a top of Jada Pinkett Smith's beefs. Well, when I saw this headline under the People Movies section, which I don't know why, Jada Pinkett Smith and Gabrielle Union have a healing conversation about their 17-year feud. Wow, I thought to myself, I didn't know they had a 17-year-long feud. That sounds big. 17 years yeah, is a big happened? deal, right? And feud is not just like you know, misunderstanding, no. right? Feud is no. like Betty Davis and yes. uh, Joan Crawford. Yes, Ryan Murphy does entire series on feuds. So the show so begins... Will we, will we be looking forward to the Jada Pinkett-Smith-Gabrielle right. Union feud episode? Gab, as Jada Pinkett-Smith now calls her. Is their friends. This is a very special show for me because what I decided to do was make this about creating a new girlfriend. <laughs> Gab and I, we had a bit of a break we don't know how. She's been open to this healing. She's been open to this conversation. You go on and find out that Jada Pinkett Smith and Gabrielle Union don't have any understanding why they were in a feud. They're not even sure how it all started, but it sounds like somebody was telling lies about somebody and that led to like, well, you know, she doesn't like you. And then the two just thought they didn't like each other. Well... Okay, does that sound like a feud to you? No. A feud is that like, sounds like a misunderstanding. You, you like you poisoned my dog. Yes. Right? That's or, a feud. Or, or you like, stole my man. You stole my man. Yeah. Or you, you know, cock out in the okay. middle of my living room. <laughs> that would that would start a feud. <laughs> Everything was fine until she cock out in my living room. Anyway, um the whole article is just like who cares? Right. Nobody cares. And it's 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 totally that just like contrived like oh, we're having a healing moment now as two adult women who are powerful and together we are like an optimus prime of lady power. You know what would be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, listen, I'm dealing right now. I've got an 8-year-old daughter and we are dealing with some of this kind of dumb drama with people telling stories yeah. that aren't true. Yeah. Um, the sooner as a human you can get uh, get to the point where you go, yeah, I don't really know what happened there, but I'm a whole person and I'm pretty sure that person's a whole person too. Yeah. And I'm just going to regard them as an, as a fellow human yeah. person, the sooner the better. But this only to me only perpetuates this notion that women are so petty yeah. that they can hang on well, to something they fought so for stupid 17 for years 17 about years. Not, nothing they didn't know about. And also there was no actual fighting, but right. it's this notion that they were in a feud, but like and they why? Were each hanging on to it. And then it takes a red table discussion TV watch Facebook episode to come to a realization that I mean, it okay, was petty and I want stupid. you to do this. I want you to pretend you're Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm sure she's like, whatever, honey, but I'm going to get me some attention because it's Jada Pinkett Smith. <sighs> you're sitting across from Jada Pinkett Smith on mm-hmm. her red show, whatever thing. <laughs> red table, watch, talk. Facebook. <laughs> Quote, it felt so good on the phone with you to even just go, hey, I'm sorry that I didn't even take the time to talk to you, you know? And then I just had to apologize and just thinking to myself, damn, Jada, that was some petty 
A-S-S. Stop, I almost said it. But at the same time going, well, if that's where you were then, thank God you're someplace else now. Like, if you're sitting on the other side of that, what are you thinking to yourself? You know what I'm thinking to myself? How long did my agent commit me to sitting here? And is there, am I getting paid for this? Because that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I cannot get with, I'm just going to be perfectly honest. I cannot get with adult women who are, who are carrying that kind of. You would never see a man go, Hey, Chris Pratt, thanks for coming on. I know we've been feuding for the last 17 years. Let's bury this hatchet. But, uh, you know, I've just, I've heard some things about what you've said about me. Yeah, no, this is, it just. On my Red Lady Chat (laughs) network. Again, it just perpetuates this stereotype in a way that's completely unnecessary. And I'm sure she thinks she's doing exactly the opposite. I feel like this whole show has been an, an example of her sitting at her like brunch table with lady friends and like saying like, I need like 10 topics for this show. And they're like, what about your feud with Gabrielle Union? Union? And she's like, Oh, that'd be great. Cause we can I talk about feuds. I'm going to be honest with you also in order for these things to be interesting in the first place, the person who's anchoring them has to also be, be interesting. interesting. Yeah. And I could not be less interested in what she has to say. The thing that I would be interested in, because I am not saying that I don't, like, I think Jada Pinkett Smith is probably, would be a very hard person to have in your life as a friend mm-hmm. or a family member. Because I think she's probably very, and I think her husband is the same way. They were probably just very intense people. Mm-hmm. And they just have a worldview that would not necessarily be anchored in reality, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure she's incredibly talented or I know she's incredibly talented Mm -hmm. as is he. So like, why wouldn't you just focus on the stuff that is actually interesting about the human being? Right. Uh, Like her, you know, like I'm sure she's got some weird views about art and weird views about politics and weird views about, you know, religion stuff that she doesn't want to talk about because it probably is really weird. But frankly, that's what I would think would be, actually interesting what separates you from everybody else not like give me your you know best uh like megan kelly today show lifestyle topic it's yeah i'm over i'm over jada pinkett smith i'm with you though bradley i think there is a way to do this in a more interesting way but she's insisting on yeah doing it the way she's doing it and we're telling you it's not no don't like I realized when I finally put down the artificial dyes in my food uh, diet thing that uh, my mood swings stopped. I mean, that's what's coming Mm -hmm. is there will be some sort of, you know, diet is religion episode and we'll be skipping it or we'll be highlighting highlighting it it on another episode of douchebags. Now, when we come back, it is time for the throwback live at 1.45. Oh, God, so stressful. We're going head-to-head in a pop culture uh, smackdown after this on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, hey. And it is time for throwback live at 1.45. I feel the need, the need for 
Happy Tuesday and welcome to this week's first edition of the Throwback Live at 145. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly will win the Throwback Live at 145. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Their name Come is... Trainer. Exactly. Just like that. No, you did not. Okay. Well, Don't get ahead of yourself. I now, did get ahead of Kufrin. Bradley. Dufrin. Um, oh, Kufrin. It sounds like a real pill. Little, like, I gotta yep. take Kufrin no. for my... Allergies. It's little, yellow, different. Moving on what from... What was that called again? Nuprin. Nuprin. Thank you. All right. Now, Colleen, you mm-hmm. have in front of you the total victory tally. Victory t- Oh, God. I just fell down the stairs. <laughs> okay. Currently, Bradley Trainer has won a 28 total throwbacks live. And I have won 27 Total throwbacks live. We are doing this weird thing where I keep on catching up to him and then falling back behind and catching up and falling behind and catching yeah. up and falling behind and catching up and falling. Well, you never know. Today is for anyone's... 28 weeks. I've been number one. <laughs> that's not true. No, that's not true. Oh. That's not true. Now, Bradley Trainer, if you can remain in your seat during today's entire game, are you okay over there? Are you strapped in, ready I'm to go? Fine. I have my legs. Don't I can't feel anything. Okay. But I'll be okay. He'll be all right. Don't worry about him. All right. Good. My tongue works. That's fantastic. (laughs) We're going to move over here to our first vintage pop culture audio clip of the day. Now, Colleen Bradley, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Please identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is um, Fractured Fairy Tales. Rocky Bullwinkle. Which is a part of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Fine. We'll give it to you. I think you should, because I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. This is the beginning of the adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh! Thank you. Congratulations. Don't say I never do nothing for you. Actually, you should be saying That's that That's what you're me. supposed to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thank you very much, Bradley. Appreciate the Bradsplation over there of the Brad compliment. Bradsplaining. I'm going to Holly-splain this for you. Mm-hmm. Well, Bradley Trainer, congratulations. You have one point in today's Throwback Live at 145. It's still anybody's game. We have four vintage pop culture audio clips yet to play. So here's our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. Help control the pet population. Oh, and that no. is Bob Barker at the conclusion of The Price is Right, asking you to spay or neuter your pets. Thank you. That's right. Thank you, Bob Barker, for that lovely yes. public service announcement. Colleen Lindstrom, you have one point in the throwback live at 145. Yes, I do. Bradley, you still have a point. It's anybody's game. Let's move right along to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Bradley, please identify this. 
Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is uh around the world. Everybody does a thing with the Justin Timberlake and the thing. <laughs> uh that is Backstreet's back. All right. I don't know. Oh I don't do well with music. You know this. I'll continue to play. Telling. Oh. This must be pop. It is NSYNC. That's correct. Mm-hmm. See, I'm telling you, you'll Too win every me. time. Two for me. Two for I me. I take back all those nice words, Holly. You didn't say them. <sighs> yeah, you never I did. thought <laughs> them. No, no, no you, you told her what the I, nice things she was No, but she, I was acknowledging that she did something nice for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now Thanks, I'm taking Brad. it back. You have one point, Bradley Trainer. Colleen, you have two points. Yes. Now moving on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen, Bradley, please identify this. Bradley Colleen. Trainer. Bradley. Night oh. Court. <laughs> Best opening ever. Right, this is the theme song to the 80s sitcom. Oh, it's Night gonna break Court. down right now. Okay, I think we're good now. All right, fantastic. Because we have to move on to our fifth vintage okay. pop culture audio Tie clip. Tiebreaker. Colleen Bradley, please identify this. Try some more. The strawberries taste like strawberries. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Willy Wonka, the chocolate factory. <laughs> I waited too long. Yeah, you did. Congratulations, Bradley Trainer. You just won today's throwback live at 145. You never win. <laughs> yeah, you've only won 26 times. Seven. Or whatever. I've won 29. Uh-huh. Boop, boop, boop. What'd I win, girl? Bradley Trainer, you just won yourself a year's supply of... International Flavors Coffee. Ooh, all of them? All of them. Wow, even that Vienna, Cafe Vienna, I love that one. Get yourself ready the for orange. A, yes. Remember that, that orange one. coffee? Yeah, that was, was disgusting. Who wants orange it's in their nice. coffee? It's nasty. <laughs> Congratulations, Bradley. Oh, you can take you. a trip around the world every morning in your cup. Congratulations. <laughs> Bitter much? A little bit. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay. There's going to be something nasty on television tonight on Annie. Oh, God. Oh, God. Bradley is going to take us on a, a little tour. Yeah. This of, show has been really douchebag heavy today. Uh, and apologies. I apologize. Uh, but we are going to talk about Mary Kay Letourneau after this. Remember that throwback? Coming to your TV tonight, and Bradley's going to tell us about it.